live from the historic River Market District in Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's two douchebags and microphone podcast. Ready to invade your ear holes in three, two, one. New from the makers of Guess Who Bit My Asshole Board Game. It's two douchebags and a microphone action, action figures. With these two action figures comes a free bag of Cheetos, a scratch and sniff card, and three free, free, free mullets, mullets to put on either one of these two douchebags. That's right. This is all yours from Jizbro. Act today and get them. Collect them all, all two of them, and have fun. Act now and get a free at-home paint piercing kit with every order. That's right, free tank piercing and on Meanwhile, when you guys are doing something with exactly. other they go out on the hammering on and on. Yeah. water excursions, they are making their own They're making their own energy, yeah. Out of salt water. Yeah. So, they had plenty of energy. No, there's another reason they're not doing it. It's because they're making money yeah. off of the old way, and yeah. they haven't figured out a way to make good money off the new way. Yeah. That's that, it right there. That was the holdup on solar for so long, is because yeah. nobody could figure out how to tax sunlight. Exactly. So, but what they did figure out is they could tax the equipment that you use the other sunlight, and then they'll tax the energy that you gather. Yes. Yeah, they have a little box there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they get, and it's just like some places, they tax you on rainwater. Yeah. They see you have a rain barrel, they come by and go, well, oh, okay, we had like 30 inches of rain this year, and that's what you collected on five barrels. Okay, here's your bill. Yep. You know, the, you can tax electric car owners for using the road because they're not buying gasoline and paying the tax that way. So they should have no trouble taxing you for the amount of rain that falls in your yard. And then you didn't have to buy water from the utility company to water your yard. So they should be able to tax you on the money you didn't spend buying water. Oh, they'll do all the above. It's just like, uh, you know, Oregon, you would know this uh, because your mom lived in Oregon and you're familiar enough about it. Yeah. Oregon had this big thing where they paid, like, uh, they gave you tax breaks and paid for a percentage of your new electric car. It was a really good deal, so everybody went out and did it. Then they didn't didn't have any uh, money for the roads because that came off the gasoline tax. So all of these electric cars had to have a box installed. And now they charge you per mile Uh the tax. Yeah, per mile you travel on the roads. Initially they thought, well, we'll just tax when you recharge your car. Mm-hmm. And then people's like, well, no, I'll just go home and charge it at home. And yes. how can you tell what energy I'm using to charge my car? Yeah, you don't know. It yeah. just comes out of the same outlet. So they, yeah, they, they put a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, not a cheater box, but a, a witness box. A witness box, yeah. In your car to tell everybody in the whole world who can hack into the info if they choose to. Where you're driving, how fast you're driving, how long you drive, what times yes. of day you drive. They're, you're telling them enormous amounts of information about your driving habits, and they claim it's just so they can tax you. They're not throwing away all that extra information. They're storing it. They're using well, it. Well, my friend Bob, he owned a BMW Electric yeah. um, before he passed away. You know, he passed away last year, and I think mm-hmm. I told you about that. Anyhow, yeah. good guy. really miss him. 
but he had a BMW for a while, and it said right on there that it had a special outlet that you plugged in, mm-hmm. and it had an adapter that adapted to a 110 or a 220. 220 yeah. would charge three times faster. Yeah. 110 would take longer, so depending on how you wanted to do it. But it said right there that it was collecting information, that little attachment was collecting information. Yeah. So they knew what, you know, they knew when you were charging it up because that little thing that they have on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was bullshit. Now, Missouri didn't have anything where they taxed them, but it can. Yeah. If it becomes so much of a nuisance to them, they will. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. He showed me. I'm like, shit. I go, what is that? He goes, well, this, you know, sends them information. Uh-huh. And he showed me a little thing on there. It said that. It's like a little disclaimer saying, hey, whatever you use this, this will tell us what you are doing. Well, I first heard about this when biodiesel became fashionable and people were going to various restaurants and fast food places and gathering the used oil and making their own biodiesel uh-huh. and driving around like that. And then states started wising up. It's like, we're missing out on all this you know, tax to fix the roads. So they started sending tax bills to people. Yeah, I remember. And they started checking odometers and saying you drove this many miles and you would have paid this amount in fuel tax to buy the gas if it was and just and people were outraged, but it makes sense. You're still using the road and that's how they pay for the road and you just found a way to use the road without paying for it. That's right. So yeah, you need to pay for it. You need to you know, because that's the that's the system we have is you pay when you use the road. It's not fair to make everybody pay, even people who don't use the road. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, real quick, I want to remind everybody, two douchebags and a microphone.net will be your one stop for everything do two douchebags and a microphone related. It's still being built. I'm still having problems figuring out how to load audio files on it. Uh. And and I got we gotta get some pictures and some caricatures of us and stuff like that to make the website you know, interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Give it and, some curb um, appeal. We do plan on hosting other podcasts too. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine at work, Jake, is doing a um, supernatural one, which we're all gonna we're all gonna be a part of this at the end of it. Anyhow, we're, we're planning this big thing um, going down to the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs. Mm-hmm. And Christopher had a great idea. He has all this recording equipment. He's just gonna bug his whole room up. Yeah. And then you know, just uh, hang out and <laughs> let the fun begin the next morning when you unravel it all. See what I, we hear. I have my own experiences with it, and I will post some of the pictures that I have from that place. That place to me is definitely haunted and definitely eerie and creepy, and I have reservations about going there again, but since it's going to be a bunch of dudes and we're going to be uh, there, I mean, hell, I can't turn that down. Yeah. We're down there having some fucking beers, but, you know, it's under the guides of working, so, yeah. 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 We might all die, but at least it'll be spectacular. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a great story with it. Yeah. So, anyhow, it, this is one of the podcasts, uh, since I went off on a tangent, um, this is one of the podcasts that we're probably going to host, and I forgot, he, he had the name of it, This Is Real or something like that, mm-hmm. or It Is Real or something, but um, he's a... Uh, uh, we're going to host those, most likely, once I get this thing figured out yeah. in the next 30 years and uh, whatever else. So I wanted, I wanted to remind everybody about that, two douchebags and a microphone.net. The, there's a website affiliated with it that I've got to set up 
and I'm not sure if it goes through GoDaddy or if it goes through Gmail or what, mm. because it didn't exactly say the email that I have to set up for it, so I don't know. Yeah. I hope it's just a simple Gmail, that way I can access it anywhere and I have to go through GoDaddy. Yeah. So, like, so that's what's going on with that. Um, I've got two more stupid questions. Love it. And then I have some other stuff that I'd like to go into. All right. And um, cars. What cars are slutty? What what color cars are sweet? What cars are prudish? But we'll get to that here in a minute. All right. Number thirteen is a hostage situation. Is it a hostage situation if someone with uh, several personalities threatens to kill himself? Hmm. So like one personality is like I'm going to take you, I'm going to kill you. Another personality is like No, 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 I want to be free. I would say yeah, that's a hostage situation. Yeah. Yeah. How do you de- how do you uh, how do you solve that? I guess you just got to arrest and restrain all of them at once. All the personalities at the same so you, time. So you get that one person and <laughs> <Yeah>. it's done? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, if you if you kill yourself, it's still considered a homicide. Okay. So, yeah, if you, one of your personalities is threatening another, I would say that's, that's a that's hostage, hostage situation. situation. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna take, I, got, I got myself in this room and I'm not letting myself go. See the dumbass negotiator. Release the hostage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Oh, you you oh, do oh, realize yeah. what we're dealing with here. <laughs> I'm not letting him go. Yeah, he will. I'm getting away. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? <laughs> so, okay. Number 14. Okay. This one I love. Mm. Because this is going to take some thought. All right. A lot of thought. Suppose you were given an elephant. A what? An elephant. Cool. Okay. But you can't give it away. You can't do anything with it. This elephant's got to be with you all the time. Oh. What do you do? Wow. Man, I guess you'd have to rearrange your life to accommodate an elephant. Damn. So find a lot of room and just like do the whole naked and afraid thing for the rest of your life. Live with an elephant. Or I guess you could take it to like a wildlife refuge and just have to live there with it and become part of the exhibit. <laughs> wear, wear a loincloth and pretend you're riding your woolly mammoth around. <laughs> Wow, a pet elephant. That could get inconvenient. I would go to, so I would buy some land uh-huh. and offer free rides to people that brought me booze and stuff. Well, there's, yeah, there's a good way to have for the So, yeah, I got a pet elephant. elephant. There's nothing I could do, but at least I'm trashed. Yeah. Fucking give me some peyote, all different <laughs> kinds of stuff. Yeah, some of uh, um, ayahuasca from the uh, jungles down south there in South America. Try some of that shit. You know, what's the elephant going to do? Get high with you. Yeah, yeah. You might trample me to death, but what do I care? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm so fucking bored. I'm like, go ahead, trample me to death. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, make the best of it. Say, all right, free elephant rides, but you got, you got to serve me. Yep. So, next one that I got coming up. Cars. If cars were women. What kind of women would they be? Would they be mm-hmm. slutty? Would they be cheap? Would they be prudish? Here's what I have. And then you can rebuttal. Yeah. Okay. Tesla. 
is a stuck-up prude. She's very snobbish, does not like to wait or converse with common folk. Yeah, I can see that. And she's the kind of girl whose daddy called her princess all over her life, and she believes that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a warning sign. If, if, if the girl you're dating, if her daddy calls her princess, run. Because you're going to be calling her a princess your whole life. Yep. Or there's going to be hell to pay. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah yep. so that is a Tesla. Yeah, Tesla, yeah, stuck up. She's always looking snooty. in the mirror, putting on makeup, making demands. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I can see that, definitely. Okay. Mercedes, very stuck up, won't talk to you unless you have a huge bank account, puts out only to millionaires. Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes, if they see you coming, they'll turn their head. And, like, if um, if you're, like, working in a public place, they won't even look at you when they talk to you. They'll just, mm-hmm. go get my car. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, Mercedes would be pissed if they have to actually talk to you. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, I had to talk to that guy over there, that thing. And like, yeah. well, what about? Well, go get my car. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay, Mercedes? I don't know, man. <laughs> <sighs> Some of the spit goblets got on me. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I, I need grief counseling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, both agreement on Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Cadillac, especially the Escalade, is a tough bitch that went to prison. Yeah. She got out for snitching and rolls around with bling and is a wannabe gangster. Yeah, yeah, I like the wannabe part. Yeah, yeah, she wears a lot of bling. And she has like uh, tattoos, like one that says Mudda with a heart on it. Yeah. And like an anchor. But when the shit gets real, she folds and cries for mommy. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah she, I, she probably has a couple of gold teeth. Yeah. She's got exterior, she's got the look, but on the inside, just a scared little girl. Yeah. That's yeah. a Cadillac Escalade. Yeah, that's an Escalade in particular, but it could go yeah. for Coupe de Ville and others too. But the most prominent example of a Cadillac is an Escalade and they're little wannabes that try to act like they're something. Yeah. And they went to prison on like a drug charge and then mm-hmm. now they think they're all that and they're going around like uh, like they're like a big swinging dick and they're nothing. They copied every prison tap they could find on the internet. Yes. Yep. And yeah. they go around speaking street slang but really all the real street slangers are like man look at that stupid bitch. Yeah. Because he's like two years out of date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so an Escalade gets their ass beat in front of the real gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. The real gangsters would probably be like maybe I. Hmm. Let's think here. El Camino. An El Camino, yeah. Yeah. yeah El Camino is a tough ass car. Oh yeah. An El really Camino impractical, but it's tough. Always has car. a cigarette hanging off of his lips. Yeah. 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 It talks with the cigarette in its yeah. mouth. Yeah. El Camino is the kind of car. It's not a good fighter, but it's a. It's ready to fight anything. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll take a pu- It'll take a pool stick and beat the shit out of somebody with a pool stick. And it'll also take a beating if it's got one coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll take a brick to the face, get back up. It will get back up, and it will fucking grab a rock and beat you to death because you took a, it took a brick to the face. It will get so infuriated that it saw that little drop of blood on its grill that yep. it will fucking become enraged, and it will grab anything and beat you to death with it. I, I could see Joan Jett being an El Camino. She is an El Camino, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And we love her because of that. Yeah. Joan Jett's awesome. A Land Rover. Ooh, I got an idea about the Land Rover. I think you're on the same page as me by the look on your face. 
Land Rover, a racist. Yes. Exclusive country club with no minorities except the ones that are washing dishes. Yes. Fake conservative. Yes. Does well in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's definitely you know, very, oh. very classist. Yes. Uh, it very, drives around. Very it's like, stuck up. Yeah, it's like I'm a Land arrogant. Rover and fuck you. Yeah. You're a Chevy Malibu. Ha, ha, ha. God mm-hmm. hates you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Range Rover, Land Rover, whatever. Yeah, whatever the fuck they are. It's the woman that gets pissed off if you breathe on her. Yes. Yeah. It's like, why do I have to share the world with those? Yes. Well, they're other people, dear. Well, I don't want to. Get rid of them. Get them out of here. Well, we can't. This is a public place. Oh bullshit! Buy them out of here. Yes. They they always say I I have so much money. I spend this amount. I pay for taxes or I buy these politicians. Therefore, I shouldn't have to look at ugly little people. Yes. That's that's a Range Rover. Yeah. That's that's definitely a Range Rover, Land Rover, whatever. Yeah. I can never get that straight. Okay, a Chevy in general is a prudish, plain girl next door, very shy, loves cats, and feeds 50 of them at a time. Yep. She she doesn't look you in the eye when she talks to you. She's got she, a big she heart works, and gets taken advantage of. Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah, she uh, she wears a bonnet. She has a she has a fascination for dark men, but she can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. She like tries to talk to him, and then she's like, "Oh no, I can't do this." So yeah, she's uh, she's like really, yeah, she's um, she's like really really suppressed. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, she wears like a uh, a Laura Ingalls bonnet sometimes. Yes. yes. Yeah. Ford, especially trucks, slutty and the life of the party. Yeah. Slutty party girl who pukes on your shoes. <laughs> and then tells you to toughen up. Yes. You just you just puked on my shirts. Ah, oh, shut up, you pussy. Yep. And they fucking push you, tell you to shut up. Right, yep. Shut up, you she'll, little girl. She'll puke on your shoes and then demand you light her cigarette. <laughs> light my cigar, you bitch, while you're just standing there with your mouth open. <laughs> Dodge is off. Very peculiar, hard to get to know. Book smart and as jealous as slutty Ford truck. Drink Shirley Temples. Mm. Repressed, stuck up. Yes. No, not stuck up. Repressed. Um, very what's, awkward, what's very peculiar. Yeah, introverted. Introverted, very socially awkward. Doesn't know how to respond to things correctly. Yeah. Always yeah. stumbling over her own feet. Doesn't really know who she is. Yeah, and she's yeah. very jealous of the Ford truck that gets along with everybody, and it's a constant partier. Makes she, sense, because, you know, Ford She is, follows the Ford around, actually. Yeah. And tries to be a part of the party, but everybody <laughs> kind of, like, shuns her. Yeah. Because, you know, Ford remains an American company, but Dodge was sold off first to the Germans, then to an international investment group, and yeah. now the Italians. Yeah. So Dodge has not been an American brand for decades. Well, Dodge has a chip on its shoulder, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dodge is like, you know, I wish I was a Ford truck, mm-hmm. but she obviously isn't. She doesn't have the looks, doesn't have the personality, Yeah. but she wishes she was a Ford constantly. A Honda is sexually confused, especially the Accord. Mm-hmm. Does not does not like a confrontation and chews a lot of gum. Yeah. Kind of smacks the gum. Yeah. 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 It, I see it as as the kind of person who doesn't know if 
she wants to be she or he or them. Yeah. Very confused, very ambivalent. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, they uh, usually has a book that they're reading here too. Yeah. You know, a book on self-help, how to become the new you, mm. how to take control of your life. Yeah. The yeah. latest Dr. Phil book is usually sitting there. Yeah. Within arm's reach. Along with a couple of books on astrology. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan is the underage sister of Honda. Tries to dress slutty, but Honda tells her parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I see the Mini Cooper. It's like, Mom, Dad, Nissan took and put a mini skirt on and went to the party while you guys went to sleep. What? Yep. You could hear Nissan, and Nissan gets grounded. Yeah. All because Honda is sexually confused and not happy with herself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toyota is the life of the party. We'll take on any dare. You dare mm. Toyota to go over there and take a shit on the door next door, it will. It'll go over there and it'll shit all over it. You tell it to slam five beers and uh, drink that thing of Jack, it'll do it. Yep. It'll take on any dare that you throw at it. It tells jokes and is very popular. Mm. Toyota is like reminiscent of the Ford, only it's kind of like the foreign version of the Ford. It's like yeah. very popular. The foreign Real, exchange student. Yes. Yeah. There we go. It's that a foreign exchange student that's just that just has fun. It's not over here to learn anything, but just to party. Yeah. It's going to try to figure out to marry somebody to get a visa and stay over here and party the rest of its life. <laughs> so that is all I have for... Uh, cars and their personalities if they I had, were a, I had a couple uh, when okay. I mentioned the, the Mini Cooper that's kind of like the Nissan I was thinking the Mini Cooper would be the girl who's uh, who wants to be the wild fun party girl but she's in really a scared virgin and she can't bring herself to go anywhere close to the edge of danger and she's you know she dress she wears the tube top and the tight shorts and the big heels and she's got all the makeup but when it comes down to go time, she gets scared and runs home. That's <laughs> yeah, the Mini Cooper. That is the Mini Cooper. Yeah. Actually, that might even be, she might be more prominent about that than the Nissan, actually. Yeah. The Nissan and her are a lot alike, but the Mini Cooper is actually the worst about it. Yeah. Okay. And, and then uh, the Toyota Prius. Oh, the Prius. The, uh, you know what? The Prius doesn't even count as a Toyota on the life I of the know. Hey, Go ahead. Well, the way I see a Prius is it's the skinny, plain, irritating, obnoxious, just uh, relentless, relentless downer. Oh, okay. You know, she's, so. she's never fun. She never has anything, a fun thing to say. She stands there with her, with her hands on her hips or the bitch wings out, <laughs> complaining about everything and thinks the world owes her everything because she has a vagina. And she thinks everybody should get down on their knees and worship her because she owns a vagina. That's the Prius. I agree with that 100%. Yep. And the fact that I missed that, I apologize prof profusely. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it not. barely counts as a car. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah, it's like almost like a little dirt bike, electric dirt bike yeah. or something. Yeah, it's really yeah. yeah. So yeah. and yeah, as far as like the that little tuna can called a smart car. Oh, that would be a miscarriage. <laughs> That's about as far as that one ever got towards being a a human female. It's just like after two months, done. And it, it, it somehow survived. Yeah. <laughs>
like stated before. If you believe anything we say, or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. I, I got really sad the other day about uh, about OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, now, OnlyFans is that kind of like it's uh, it's like a porn homemade porn site kind of. It's what it's yeah, that's what it turned into. Uh, it, it seems like it Wouldn't originally start started out as bands. Yeah, yeah, performance artists, uh-huh. uh, musicians, uh, actors, singers, mimes, whatever. Um, you could use this platform to connect with your audience, however small they are and however scattered they are. They could subscribe to your channel because they're fans of you know what you produce, and that would be a way for musicians and other performers and artists to um, easily get their product to the people who enjoy it and be paid for it. Um, but as you said, it quickly turned into homemade amateur porn, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all it is. Is you know, an OnlyFans site is uh, sex on demand, or you know, watching somebody strip or whatever. It's it's sad because in its original form, it was a great idea, um, and now it's it's just a joke. You know, if you you no legitimate performer could get on OnlyFans. Because it's just a porn site now. No, that that's a, that's what everybody thinks now. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's and I'm how sure it's the uh, the developers and the owners of OnlyFans don't care because they probably make more money like this. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it it got me thinking of, uh, that given the chance, humans will tor- turn just about anything into a source of porn. I mean, the internet. Yeah. Good, wow. Good point. You're right. The internet um, didn't start out as that. All those those chat rooms early on, that was how a lot of people exchanged photographs. Um, let's see, on-demand movies has turned into just basically supplying porn. Um, so I, I, I think when it comes to Zuckerberg's idea of the metaverse, how quickly is that going to turn into just more virtual reality porn? I mean, that's all it's going to become because that's what most people are going to care about, a lot of people are going to want, and it's going to be a way to make a bunch of money. So they, they're talking about, you know, Metaverse is going to allow doctors to practice surgeries and, you know, in virtual reality surgery, but no, people are just going to slap that headset on and go have virtual porn. Right. That's yeah. what 90% of the Metaverse is going to become, supplying virtual reality porn. Mm-hmm. So all the all the talk now about all the great things that's going to happen is it. Okay, maybe that could happen, but the reality is people are going to turn it into porn, and that's it. I actually think that Zuckerberg knows this and doesn't give a shit. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Because, I mean, if you look at it, Twitter, hardcore porn on it everywhere. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah, so why wouldn't he want an outlet like that? What he's missing out on on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. You're like, yeah, but when they turn it into what I act like it's not, who cares? Yeah. Just like OnlyFans. The porn couldn't take over YouTube as the brand because they specifically said... They said no, yeah. And I respect so, them over that. They never swayed. Yeah. They're like, no, we that's not what we do. So instead, somebody started up a, a lookalike called PornTube. 
which basically <laughs> is YouTube for porn. That's fucking awesome. So, I mean... It is and isn't. <laughs> you know, there it is. So, you know, whatever good idea humans have, other humans will figure out how to turn it into porn. You're right. They'll, uh, they'll mimic it. They'll yeah. just be like, well, yeah, we do what those guys don't. Yeah. Depending on what you believe, you know, the, the Hollywood TV and film industry, that was turned into child porn. Yeah, no, it has. Yeah. Um, organized religions, organizations like the Boy Scouts. Yeah. They turned, you know, not everybody in the group, but enough of them within those organizations turned it into how to get porn at work. That's what people do. You know, not everyone, but enough of them that it's going to ruin everything. No, you know so what, you're right. So the porn is going to come, is going to get all over the metaverse, and it's just going to be another porn source. You're right. Wow. So I have no high hopes for the metaverse. It's just going to be another X-rated source. That's all it is going to be. You're right. Yeah. But, you know, if that's what people want, that's what they're going to do with it. No, you're right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, that's what it's going to be changing to. And I mean, like I said, I'm sure Zuckerberg knows this. He's just like, you know what, I'm going to get my piece of it. But Or he may know. be so out of touch with reality that he's not even thinking along those lines. It's, oh, it's going to be what I want because I have this grand vision. He could be. You know, he's he is kind of megalomaniac. Oh, more than ever. More than and, ever. You know, Elon Musk is in that club, too, that, you know, he's he feels he's godlike and can do no wrong. People are trying to convince Trump that he's that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a yeah. song the other day called I Just Want to Be God. And it was it was along those lines of, you know, why is everyone fighting me on this? I just want to be God. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing that I got is this right here. I love what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. I, mm. I see what he's doing. I think this is what he's doing exactly is... is uh, He's going to buy this for a certain amount of money. Yeah. Okay. And he knew it. He knew it wasn't what it was advertised. He knew like half of it was bots. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to go, okay, I'm going to act like I don't know this. I'm going to buy this for this amount of money. Then I'm going to go, oh, shit, I did this research. And this is half bots. And this is not fair. Then I'm going to back out. Then when they sue me, I'm going to prove my case. I'm going to get this place pennies on the dollar. Then when he gets it, he's going to clean it out and make it what it should have been. Yeah. And besides that, I hope he goes with free speech because whether you love Trump or not, what Twitter's doing right now is bullshit. They're censoring who they like, who they don't like, and letting similar stuff go through on people they do like. Yeah, it's bullshit, and that's yeah. why I hate it. I don't like Twitter at all right now, in the way it is right now. It was a decent idea, but then you get these yeah. grandstanders that... You know, Le- LeBron James, a fucking oh, God, shit. He's such a whiner. Oh, fuck. Screw <laughs> His asshole itches, and he's on Twitter about it. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, shut up and enjoy your money, you fuck. Well, yeah, see, that's the other thing that humans do. They, they either turn something into porn or turn it into political. Mm-hmm. And I guess the ultimate would be political porn. I think people turn it into political because they want to be known as intelligent and not just a dumb jock. Yeah. So they come up with these theories and like try to push them down everybody's throat, trying yeah. to prove how intelligent they are. Me, I don't care. I'm like, look, I'm not paying to hear a, a theosis on anything. You know, I don't, I'm not paying to have you write a book. I'm paying to watch you do whatever, throw yeah. a ball or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. When you musician, when your musician starts championing championing social issues, that's an that's a, a, an abuse of power because they have it their is. position because they're they can play guitar or they can sing or they can write good music. I agree, hundred percent. They didn't get popular because we like their politics. They need to just shut up and play. Yes. And, and on the same lines, when you're playing a live concert, don't get the crowd to sing. I'm there to see. I'm not you there to sing. hear them. I know. I don't want to hear all the dumb fucks around me in the crowd sing. I'm there to hear the band sing. I oh, paid good money to hear the band sing. I got one for you though. <laughs> you never heard Freddie Mercury having the crowd sing. No. He you never sing. heard anybody good have the crowd sing because they knew better. It's like no, no, no. It's better if I sing. Now Vince Neil, he'll have the crowd sing half of it for Ozzy. He'll have the crowd <laughs> sing ninety percent of it for him. Oh, God, remember back in the 70s and the 80s when they thought it was cool, the band thought it was cool to get different sides of the arena to try to outshout each other? Yeah, I always oh, hated that. that. That was fun for the first couple of times, but then very quickly people would just start, you know, putting the bird up, putting the middle finger up. And I'm not they doing say, okay, no, this side of the crowd, and everybody's, everybody's say, like, fuck, fuck you. you, real loud, and, you know, middle finger's in the air, and the bands realize, okay, not that we kind took, of town. That it took <laughs> us a little too far. Yes. Um, the only one I saw done as successful, and I told you about this, but not everybody probably heard the podcast. Yeah. According to our numbers. Yeah. No, no. Uh, uh, anyhow, is uh, Wasp. Yeah. Blackie Lawless. He used to be a major league pitcher. And he even said what the name was, what his real name was, and I've forgotten it, but it's for the Rangers. And he was at um, Municipal Auditorium, opened up for Kiss, and he was on these stands that were on his mic stand that yeah, he could put his feet on. It. Yeah, they were like four foot up. And he was six foot six, six foot five, six foot five, six foot six, something like that. Really tall guy. So he's already lurching over the crowd. Yeah. And he was taking these posters and he was telling people, he goes, you motherfuckers over there, you know, you guys up there, you scream for me, man. I'll get, I'll get you. I used to be a pitcher. I'll hit you right in the fucking head with it. And he was too. <laughs> there's, people, there's this guy back there just fucking going nuts, so fucking falling all over the chairs, about breaking his back, screaming. Yeah. He got a poster. Chicks <laughs> flopping out the fucking jubblies. Got a poster, you know, and these were up in the upper deck, man. The guy, he was whizzing them to him. That's yep. the only time I've seen something like that work, and that's because people were getting rewarded for being the stupidest. Yeah. You know, the nuttiest. <laughs> or you got a good set of jugs. Yeah. You know, so one or the other. So. Yeah. That'll always get a rock star's attention. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the only time I seen something like that really truly work. Yeah. And that's because the people were getting rewarded. It wasn't just like, hey, and you guys say, hell yeah. <laughs> no, stop it, Paul Stanley. You sing. <laughs> it, all 72 years of you fucking sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just do like Ian Gillen and, and ignore the high notes he used to hit and act like they don't exist. Yeah. Ian Gillen did it very professionally. He acted like those high notes never existed, and he just went on. Says, this is the way I've always sung it. Yeah, yep. You have a fault Nothing to memory. see here, yep. <laughs> oh. Your clone's memory was altered, and how would you know? And... You wouldn't know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, there, uh, there's some uh, very bad products uh, that were out momentarily or getting ready to be released, mm -hmm. and they had to either recall them or stop it before they were released. 
and um, our crack staff here at Two Deuce Bags and Microphones somehow got a hold of these. Pandemic was 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 amazing time for all these bad products. This it's like so many of them came out during the the pandemic. Yeah, but times. nobody knew it because they weren't at the store. Yeah, yeah. So when they failed, you know, or they almost went out or whatever, and then yeah, we'd find them in the you know discount bin or scratch and dent foods, and yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So. Yeah, the scratch and dent aisle. These uh, I know the uh, Diamond Tap flavored pudding pops were in the scratch and dent section. Ooh. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, I mean, what could go wrong with that? I mean, you know, Diamond Tap, mm, delicious. <laughs> Good medicine-y flavor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like NyQuil with uh, battery acid. Yeah, mm. yeah. That should go well with a pudding. Yeah. Frozen pudding texture. Yeah, and pudding pops, hell yeah. What could go wrong with that, man? You tell me one thing that's wrong with that. Yeah. A sweet treat, and you know, it clears out your sinuses. Yeah. You get to feeling better if you're a little sickly. Yeah. A little Diamond Tap, you know. <laughs> In the pudding pop, hell yeah. A great way to get kids to take their medicine. Yeah. Hey, um, I got NyQuil or would you like a Diamond Tap flavored pudding pop? <laughs> yeah, with the pudding pop. There you go. Now, now with extra dextromethorphan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that stuff that makes them card you. Yeah. That they make meth out of. <laughs> oh. Um, then another one that came up, but it got the kibosh. This was never released. It's Bugles with whipped cream filling. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Like a sweetened whipped cream. Yeah, I, I think it sounds good. Yeah, a little salty, a little sweet. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty good. I think it sounds good to me. I mean, I'd try it. It'll lend itself really well to a uh, to like a classroom prank where you could get some of those, bite the little end off, and then blow real hard and shoot that frosting across the room at somebody. You know what? That's what I'd rather do than eat them. Yeah. Just like peg people in the fucking eye with it. Yeah. Been hit in the face Walk with up, white get them in the ear glob, with it. sticky glob or something. Yeah, get them in the ear hole. <laughs> yes. Like our podcast does. Yes. <laughs> right in that greasy ear hole. Yeah, right in that old ear hole. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Much worse than a wet willy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Butter-flavored ice cream bars. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to eat those. No. Nah. No, no. Nah. And they probably have unsalted butter for you know the yeah, healthy yeah, crowd. Yeah, and yeah. You have your margarine ice cream bars. I respect the thought because they have butter pie. Yeah, and butter popcorn yeah. and butter scotch and yeah. hot buttered rum. Yeah. You dip your lobster in butter and yeah. yeah. You know, butter and bacon and cheese are pretty much guaranteed to be acceptable on just about anything. Butter flavored ice cream. Not ice so cream much. bars. They're on a stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah be... so they're like frozen butter on a stick. Now, if you dip it in pancake batter, then deep fry it, and then Ooh, roll it in chocolate now chips. now you're talking. Yeah. Now that's gotten better. Yeah. Or you could just take a hot piece of toast and rub it on there. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm buttering my toast with a uh, <laughs> butter-flavored ice cream bar. <laughs> oh, great. Here, give me that when you're done. Yeah. It's a little handy stick and just rub it around on there. Oh, they're nice and buttery. <laughs> All right, well, I'm starting to see the advantages of this. Uh... Yeah, yeah. This one, I don't know why it didn't go anywhere, but um, French onion flavored ice. Uh, um, I don't know why I wrote ice on this and why I didn't scratch it out. Butter flavored bomb pops. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like French onion dip. Yeah. 
Especially if it's got the you know the little, little onion pieces in it, but a bomb pop. Yeah, and a bomb pop is uh, red, white, and blue, right? Yeah. What would this be like? Brown and kind of a sickly yellow. Yeah, kind, kind of, of yeah. A gray. Yeah, kind uh, of, yeah. Uh. And little flakes in it that are onions. Maybe. Yeah, there's just there's just not much refreshing about that on a hot day. Oh uh, no, and it's shaped like a bomb pop too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Imagine going, hey, ice cream man, hey, I'll take a French onion flavor. Then you know you pull it out of there and you start fucking. See, like eat, I, you, what do you want to eat potato chips with it? Then you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Again. yeah. And then you might as well just be inside eating potato chips playing yeah. Nintendo or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna take a pass on that too. Yeah. This one, um, I. I don't know why it was ever invented, but anyhow, they put the kibosh on it before it came out. Mm-hmm. Squid flavored jello. Oh, hey, no, I like that. Yeah, nice squid flavor. Yeah, you get a little chunks of squid floating in it. Mm. Or, or if you use the squid ink, you make the jello just like dead Ooh, black. Yeah. And yeah, when yeah. you eat it, your tongue and lips turn all black. Yeah. Or you get really creative and make the jello in a squid flavor with squid chunks in it. Yeah. Or in a squid shape, not flavor. Yeah, okay. you get like a squid like pan and put the Jello in it and chill it. And have little yeah. squid chunks. Yeah. Mm. Your squid Jello shots. Oh, that sounds delicious, doesn't Give it? Give me a tentacle this time, man. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. THC infused squid gummies. Everyone would love them. No, I think oh, so. Oh my god, that would sell yeah. out first day. I'll have to do another segment about bad weed flavors. Like, you know, I everyone likes Sonoma Kush or you know blueberry headband, but nobody would go for you know sardine cauliflower. <laughs> It'll get you high, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sardine cauliflower, yeah. I think I would have to agree with that. It's an indica dominant hybrid. You get a lot of the cauliflower in the first you'll, hit, but you'll really enjoy it. You'll then on really the exhale and cough, you get the squid flavor coming through. <laughs> I just don't see it. <laughs> um, catching. Ketchup flavored Captain Crunch. Mmm. You know the thing about Captain Crunch is it just tears the roof of your mouth up because it's so sharp and. Oh, jagged. and then you get like ketchup in it. And oh. then you get that tangy ketchup in it. Yeah. Hey, like a spicy ketchup. Ooh, yeah, like a Whataburger's ketchup. Yeah, with a little you know Frank's hot sauce in it or Ooh, something. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make all those little cuts in your mouth burn. Oh, yeah, it'd be like yeah. a little, little party in your mouth. Yeah. Like, Woo-hoo, a little yay. pain with breakfast. Woo. Yeah, a spicy ketchup flavor would, would have probably worked, but just the plain ketchup? Yeah, it's probably yeah, just not. It just didn't not. go that extra step it needed. No, no, yeah. no. Um, Sardine-flavored Pop-Tarts. Oh man, just cooking those. That would fill the kitchen with a nice fishy aroma. Mm. Would they be frosted or unfrosted? I'm thinking frosted. Frosted. Yeah, frosted. So. Yeah. Definitely frosted. You get a nice fish paste in the filling and then mm. like, you know, maybe a vanilla off or icing on it and then frosted. Oh delicious. Yeah, it could be pretty good. Yeah, delicious. You wouldn't want to burn one. I mean don't 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 toast it too long. It'd probably smell pretty bad if you burned it, but uh, nah. yeah, dunk it in your coffee and take a big bite. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man, there's certain foods I just can't have coffee after it because it just makes it taste so terrible. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, a big swig of coffee after a sardine Pop Tart, that'd be pretty bad. 
I'm really going to try. Oh, no. Orange cream flavored steakums. Mmm. I think that's a. I think it's a good idea. We should we should have more you know candy flavors for the foods that kids don't like to eat, especially at restaurants. Mm -hmm. So like if your kid doesn't want to eat their meat, you know there's you know just orange cream flavored steakum. They don't want to eat their green beans, the cotton candy green beans. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Just it, it could be like a powder that you throw over them. Yeah. It'd be like, well, what do you think baby wants? Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get the chocolate cinnamon. And, you know, the, the absolute worst thing you could do is actually you know, raise a child with some discipline. Yeah, no, know? no, you got to put some chocolate cinnamon yeah, over the green beans. you've got to instantly give in to everything your children yeah, demand of you. So. Hey, give me the chocolate cinnamon packet. Yeah. i got to put it on yeah. this green bean so I'll eat it. So the kids go, mmm, chocolate green beans, mmm. And then I'm going to let my kids stay up till midnight and watch scary movies. And then and then my three-year-old tell me I should kill myself tomorrow, so I've got to do that. Yes. And, <laughs> 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 yeah, man, that is. There's like a, a the the opposite of the Karen is. I don't know if there's a term for it. That the parent who is so scared to death of their child that they'll let their child do anything. Oh yeah, that is the opposite of the yeah. Karen. Um, I'm not sure what the term is, but it's it's like they I'm have sure a child a and they instantly think they're going to go to jail forever if their child is unhappy for a moment. Yes. So they do everything They're possible. actually worse than the other because yeah. they let their kid get away with whatever. And then they expect you to join in letting their kid be a holy terror because they feel like they'd go to hell forever if their child, you know, cried for one second. That's right. Yeah. So those kind of people, it's... You look at their kid and you go, it's not kid's fault, it's these parents. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that have to live with them, but you know, just quit taking them out in public and making us have to live with them, too. No, I know, yeah. It's like, look, if they're going to be like that, just fucking keep them at home while you go do the shopping. Really? Have someone stay with them. No uh. one wants to deal with that bullshit. So. Um, in Japan, Japanese monkeys have been attacking the young and the elderly. I wonder why. I, well, I got a few theories on that. The past few months, residents of the Japanese city of Yamaguchi have found themselves uh, besieged by violent groups of monkeys. I wonder if that's where Christy Yamaguchi is from, the ice skater. I wonder. Oh. That's where I heard that name before. I, was I, like, I had the biggest crush on Christy Yamaguchi when those Olympics were oh, out. Oh, God, she is hotter than fuck. Mm. I agree. I think everybody did it. I think everybody did. And Mary Lou Retton. Oh, oh that's another one. Yep. Oh, so cute. Very and I was age appropriate at the time, so nobody think I was yeah, a yeah, pervert. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's okay. Two douchebags and microphones. have attacked at least 58 people so far, the AP reports. Attacking mainly babies and the elderly, the monkeys even tried to snatch babies. Wow. Here's my theory on that. They're trying to eradicate the humans out of their area. Why else would they get elderlies and babies? The weak ones. That's the weak smart. ones. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you can influence a population to move away if you attack yeah. the weak ones. Yeah, you're getting the weak ones. The other ones say, you know, this isn't safe for any of us, and here we go. Yeah. So, yeah, you get the weak ones, and then all of a sudden your parents and your babies start disappearing, and there's nothing you can do about it because these monkeys are too quick and too yeah. fast. You're going to leave. So Boy, that brings up a whole other area of thought. 
is that everywhere humans and these critters exist in proximity is places where our behavior changes and so do the animals behavior exactly so as time passes the weak and passive monkeys who don't care that the humans are there they eat and they get fat on the handouts they're not careful enough you know they're not interested maybe in reproducing but the angry aggressive ones are still being monkeys and reproducing and having babies and they overpopulate the other ones and the population shifts to, you're a threat to us, and we don't like you. Mm-hmm. All the ones that accepted the humans, you know, being there and being in their midst, they got fat and lazy and died off without making baby monkeys. Exactly. So all you got left is the angry ones. Yeah. And, and it's like and around they're here. They're trying the, to uh, eradicate. Go ahead. I'm I sorry. just say, like around here, the pigeons, you yeah. know, come up within five, six feet of us. But if we were like 100 miles out of town, we wouldn't even see the birds. They'd be no, so far they'd from be us. they'd be so far away, but they yeah. have to adapt to their surroundings. And we've adapted to them by, you know, these these really filthy birds with lots of skin lice and birdy diseases. And, and people lice. like me feeding them to piss people off. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm sure that there are children that crawl around on here and then don't wash well, they, their hands they before they They probably lick eat. the pavement while the parents yeah. are looking at watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we're getting exposed to bird diseases because we live in this proximity to these birds. So it's affecting us as well. Our behavior has changed because it's like, oh, the cute birds are nearby. But yeah. it's not always it's not always a good thing when behaviors change. It's like like they always say about the animals that learn to stop fearing humans when they're around a lot, and then they decide, well, I'm just going to walk into your house and see what you got in your fridge. You know, yeah. Bears will walk into your house and check it out. Oh, I know they will, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's pretty awesome that the monkeys are trying to take control of their environment. It's sad think, that they're going to lose because humans yeah. won't tolerate it. No, they'll, they'll, they'll butcher the whole jungle to get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, humans will wipe out each other to secure land and real estate. You don't yeah, think they're going to... Yeah, let alone monkeys. They're not going to bat an eye twice about wiping out, you know. Oh, they're probably doing it right now as yeah. we speak. They're probably killing all of them. Remember the American bison that we used to have? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People call them buffalo, but they're actually... They I actually think they're were actually killing bison. the bison so the Native Americans wouldn't have a food supply and they'd die. Yep. yep. How fucking... How evil. Yep. And that was, and that was in addition to the smallpox blankets that the uh, government yeah. gave to them. Yeah, yeah, oh. and you know, and our country is so wonderful, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of really sketchy shit in our past. Oh shit! And there's a whole bunch going on right now that we'll learn about in twenty or fifty oh, years. Oh yeah, we won't know right now because the media is too busy not reporting it. Yeah, because the media is in bed with them. Well, why wouldn't they be? I mean, they make so much money together. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And look at us not making a penny off you people listening. I know we're we're doing our part, yep. entertaining you. Like we spent money, we spend money to make this podcast. That's right. <laughs> so you can believe absolutely every word we say. Absolutely. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> the allegedly has become so funny that uh, like is. now whenever I put it in, I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this morning when I woke up, allegedly. Yeah. I tied my shoes, allegedly. Oh, it's funny when I hear the news reporting, you know, because they'll talk about, say, you know, a person who was killed and found in their house and they have a suspect in custody and they say, oh, this person, you know, allegedly was angry over blood. But I've even heard them talk about 
the person being allegedly killed. I've heard that too. Yes. It's like, and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you're so we're not sure it has to be proven in a court of law whether this person is dead or not. You're talking about <laughs> fucking lawyers going crazy. I think it's just the stupid uh, teleprompter readers. It probably at, is. on the news station is they have no clue what the word allegedly means. So they just think, well, throw it in every other word and, and it covers it our ass. Because it sounds like, yeah. They use allegedly the way most people use apostrophes. Remember what you were talking about earlier? Uh-huh. Yeah. You ever heard of SARS, avian flu, bird yeah. flu? Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it begins. <laughs> but the thing is, he'll, be, he'll, he'll catch a mild case and get better, and he'll outlive everyone else who stayed inside and was You're right. obsessively washing hands. Yep. I remember when you, I was a you kid. You ruin your immune system. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid playing outside. My hands would get dirty, and it'd be time to eat, and I'd go eat, and then it's you know it's like something that I'm licking off my fingers, and I'd like, what's that taste? And I realize I'm sucking all the dirt off my fingers too, because I hadn't washed my hands after playing outside all day. I, and at the time, it didn't gross me out. It was like, oh, and I just go wash my hands. But I, I that's, think probably why I don't catch a lot of the diseases that people do. No, no, I didn't get sick for so long until we took off our masks. Before that, I had like a five-year run where I might have had the sniffles or a cold, but nothing bad until we took off our masks, and suddenly I got four or five in a row. Yeah. So that told me something right there. <coughs> I'm oh, a re- sure. <coughs> One more thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm only have a coughing bit. Sure thing. <coughs> I might be done. Maybe. That's anyway. all right. <laughs> we'll probably leave it in, but we could edit it out. Just yeah. know this, we could edit it out, but we won't. Um, something that recurred to me the other day was uh, in, rela- <coughs> in relation to changing weather patterns. Now, the whole, whole term climate change and all that, you know, it's, it's gotten politicized and people talk about it, so I kind of bypass that by saying how the weather is different. Um, in Kansas City, we get much hotter summers than we used to. Um, a lot less snow. A lot less snow. A lot less cold weather. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I was remembering it was about 1990 when my mom moved out to Oregon uh-huh. and at the time her house did not have a central air conditioner mm-hmm. um, and she said most houses in Portland didn't because it just didn't get warm enough and as years went by and you know I'd visit over and over eventually she put in central air and when she did the, the company that was doing it was saying, yeah, some more and more people are getting it installed. And there's like, you know, I wonder if it's people from cooler climates moving here and they just can't you know, handle it. And But that doesn't make sense. You know, you're talking about people moving down from Canada? What? No, no. 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 It's people from the warmer areas moving there expecting it to be cool. And it's like, it's not anymore. It's no, warm not anymore. Up. Yeah, you're right. So anymore, having a central air in your house in Portland is standard. Whereas in 1990, 30 years ago, it was rare. No, it's the same way in Canada with cars. Mm-hmm. No cars in Canada 20 years ago had air conditioning. Now they all do. Yep. 
they have to. It just gets bloody hot. Yeah. Um, another thing is the city of uh, uh, Hillsboro, where she lived, did not have snow removal equipment because it never snowed enough, often enough, to really need it. I mean, you know, occasionally they had enough snow where you know, it would have been helpful. Mm -hmm. But it's not worth buying it and maintaining it year-round in order to use it like once every other winter. Yeah. But, and then the city of Portland really didn't have much in the way of snow removal either because it just, it wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. After she'd lived there 15 years or so, it was snowing a lot. And all these cities started having to buy snow removal equipment, hire crews to do it. And in the last few years, uh, Portland has had major blizzards where they were got over 12 inches of snow. Never happened before. Never. Wow. But just within my mom's retirement there, you know, drastic weather pattern change. Now, mm -hmm. whether you believe it's, you know, just a cyclical thing well, the, no, or that's the human thing is, caused, you know, it is weather happening. Weather is changing. It is. Yeah. But the reason is what can be debated, nothing else. Yeah. The fact is, is it is not the same as it was 30 years ago, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. Yeah. But the reason is changing is what's up for debate. Is it man-made? Is it yeah. natural? I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's a natural it cycle enhanced by man-made. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's think of going into a skid in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you didn't do anything to cause the skid. It was just icy. And if you don't do anything, it'll eventually kind of correct itself out. But if you start yanking the wheel back and forth, you can make it much worse. Yes. And that's kind of how the climate's going. You know, it goes in cycles. And right now we're in a cycle to where if we step on the gas and start cranking the wheel, we can make it a shit ton worse. Or we can recover. Yeah. And, you know, I think at the beginning, the, there were climate change deniers. Oh, God, just, yeah. The there's still, there's just, still some, but yeah. most of them are like, okay, something's going on. But then they go into, well, it's natural. They prove that they went through a prehistoric, you know. You well, know. These, these were even more deniers. They're denying anything was happening. Oh, shit. You know, they would show them pictures of glaciers melting away, and they'd say, yeah, well, it's summertime. Next winter, Lily, I'll be back. You know, they just would refuse to believe anything was happening. Now, the smarter ones yeah. who are on the, you know, on the humans didn't cause this side, the smarter ones were saying, okay, something is happening, but we didn't do it. But the idiots that you'd see on social media would always be saying, yeah, climate change my ass, look at all the snow outside. Or, yeah, know. I know, they would take the simplest example yeah. and go, hey, you believe it now? And it's like, yeah, actually, I believe it more now, fuckface. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, those morons were always wrong, and they were always the idiots, but they're the ones that it's, you know, if well, the news... Well, that's how come they got overreact is because they know they're wrong, so yeah. they got to pout their chest out and go, I was right. And they're the most entertaining ones for the media to show. So that's the ones you see, and you think, oh, you know, I'm an idiot denier. Well, so it's just like the January 6th stuff. Mm -hmm. They find the toothless fucking worst-looking inbred hillbilly around and show them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Any anytime there's a, a group of motorcyclists getting together for some, like, you know, a poker run for this charity or... Yeah, they're or, actually doing something like good. Bikers Against Child Abuse. Yeah, Baca. Baca, that kind of thing. 
they the media will go out and report it, but they'll find the guy who, who looks the most dangerous, mm -hmm. has the most tattoos, the most and wild decorations. He, and he's playing with a little three-year-old. Yeah, yeah, and they try to show the most outrageous image they can find. Uh -huh. Whereas standing right next to him is a guy who, you know, a lawyer. he's an investment banker and he's dressed really well and he's got a great haircut. But they're not going to show him on TV because he's no. not entertaining. They're going to show the guy who looks like Zach Wild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's playing with a little three-year-old. Uh -huh. Little guy. Yeah. Yeah, and his his chick has you know triple D, fake boobs that are yeah, hanging out of her bolt -ons tiny that were like yeah. yeah. So, you know, they perpetuate the stupid image because that's what's fun is what sells. So It is what sells. The deniers who claim, you know, oh, they none want of this is real, nothing is happening. Go, oh, look at that yeah. guy. He's obviously killed many people in his life and is a drug addict, but yep. look, he still loves children and helps them. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they're going for, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, but, you know, it, it, is, it is happening that things are changing. Temperatures are going up. Um, in areas, places are drying up, other places are getting too wet. So, you know, things are happening. And to deny that it's happening at all just makes you look stupid anymore. Well, the people that are stupid truly, not that bright, are the ones that argue vietnamly that uh, that nothing's going on. Yeah. They're the ones that just blindly go, there's nothing going on, or you guys are just full of shit, and I'm tired of hearing about it. And they call everyone liars. Yeah. And, yeah. and then with no proof or nothing. You guys are just yeah. a bunch of rabble-rousing bullshit liars, you know, and it's like, well, well, how do you explain any of this? Well, there's nothing going on. That's all I explain. It. It's like, well, no, no, no. How yeah. are you, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not even interested they're the, in any kind of real the chess puffers, discussion. Yes. The chess puffers. The yes. ones that are like, because I said so. Yep. Deny, name call, uh, cast, uh, bad associations. Yeah. Well, they're a whole bunch of hippies and dope smokers. That used to be the big thing. Yeah. They call people hippies and dope smokers, so anything they believe is automatically wrong. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, how are you guys going to know? Because these guys are just a bunch of fucking potheads. They're smashed all the time. They have no idea... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the hippies and the dope smokers who thought it would be a good idea for 18-year-olds to get the vote. And the hippies and dope smokers who thought it would be a good idea to have shorter work weeks and more more vacation time. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, when they very first started voting, it was landowners. It's like, okay, yeah. only the people that really have a say-so in this. Yeah. So then over time, it became more like, well, these people want to vote, too. Yeah. And all that, you know, so. Yeah, and the yeah. push was, if you can draft me to fight for the country, I ought to be able to vote for the president. Which is a pretty good argument. It is a, it is a good argument, yeah. So I can't say that I believe real strongly in one or the other. I see both points, and I really don't care. It doesn't matter anyhow, because you have stupid in every variety, and stupid people vote, and you, st you know, and vote stupid people in, so. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that there's that any candidate that's that much better than the other one or nothing either. I mean, in order to really change the system, you got to have better candidates, and nobody's voting for third party. Like yeah. I said, you know, hey, uh, Bill down the road's a smart guy. There's just not enough. Well, it's like the job of being a, a, a metro police officer. Uh -huh. What a horrible job that is right now. It didn't used to be. It no, used to it used be a to be good a great job, job, an yeah. honorable job. You know, right now, what a horrible idea that would be to do that. So the only people who apply to those jobs 
have certain mindsets that they want they, they, they can handle it or they like that kind of life or you know you're attracting kind of the the ones you really don't want to be police officers no that's right yeah. and politics is doing that too is the people who will run and, and and try to get elected and really try yeah they're the ones who don't mind the the ugliness the pettiness the the corruption the name calling exposing your past they're like i'm up for that let's do it those aren't the kind of people that we want running the country or any part of it, yet those are the ones who will run because that's the system yeah, that's that elects right. those people. you got to be kind of undesirable to want to be in public office, so why would I want to vote for you? Good point. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I guess it's like, you know, I wouldn't want to be a member. I wouldn't want to be in a group that had someone like me as a member. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I used to do this thing, this old calling game, okay, and this thing uh -huh. I got away. I used to do this thing, is called, I called it the calling game, uh -huh. okay, and anyhow, I used to do this to get out of work, so, uh, okay, when I was a little, little you know, teenager, uh, I had to get very creative on how to get away with calling into work. You can only do it so many times as allowed before you start getting in trouble, right? Yeah. So, I had a clever little system I figured out. What I would do is I would set it up on a slow night, usually a Monday or Tuesday, a night that nobody would call in. Yeah. That, you know, Monday or Tuesday, no parties going on, it's slow, so it's easy work. Mm -hmm. So, and since we were lowly paid food slingers, we, 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 you know, we all had piece of crap cars. So we had a built-in excuse. No, that's true. So, Monday nights weren't under scrutiny like a weekend night would be. You know, Monday night's kind of like, oh, he called in when a Monday night? Oh, yeah, he really did have a bad, you know, something really did go wrong. So, the, there was a pecking order. The manager would have the people on the schedule that, that night and a list of employees they could call. You know, so like if something went wrong, they had like the number one guy to call the number two, according yeah. to how they worked, how many hours they had and all that. You know, most uh, restaurants had around an hour grace period before you get there and then they call the backup in yeah. to come in. So uh, Monday night I call in at 3.30, I was scheduled at 4, I call in at 3.30 and go, hey man, my car, I don't know what's wrong with it, I can't get it to going. You know, I would, uh, and then um, I would show up like an hour and a half later after they called the backup in, because they called the backup in like an hour later, right? Yeah. So then I'd show up, I'd go, hey, I got my car going, here I am. But the backup was already there and he didn't want to leave because he got out of bed or got out of whatever yeah. he was doing to go in and make extra money. <laughs> so uh, so I'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to work. And that guy would be like, oh, I'm already here, man. I already came in for you. So then I'd be like, well, I want it noted that I came in. Okay, okay, all right. We, we got it noted here That's that so you came clever. in. Yeah. So <laughs> and then that Saturday night when I wanted to go to that party and my car broke down, it wasn't a big deal. It's kind of like, yeah, he's got a piece of shit car, man. And like, you know, every time he tries to come in, he might come in a little bit later. Only that night I wouldn't. Yeah. It worked pretty well. I called, called in a game and it worked, you know. Huge party or concert going on. It's like, oh, time to call in for real. Yep. Yep. And it threw them off because Mondays and Tuesdays here and there, I'd call in, and then all of a sudden I'd show up an hour and a half later going, hey, man, I got my car working. Oh, you got <laughs> yeah. someone to fill in for? Oh, shit, damn it. Okay, all right, well, I'll go. He came all the way in. Yeah. Yeah. So. But we had this one manager that used to make us clean. Mm. He'd be like, that's all right. We got stuff to clean. Just go ahead and stay. <clears throat> Fuck. 
called your bluff. Yeah, called your bluff. And I think wow. he kind of knew inside what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I've been <coughs> playing the game a few times. If I wanted a certain day off, and I knew there's no way I'd get it if I asked for it. Um, so the night before, the, no, pretty much the whole day before, I start getting, you know, I start looking sicker and sicker all day long. So by the afternoon, when I come in back in from the route, my ass is dragging and I'm pale and I look terrible. And the boss is like, you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah I got it done. You know? and, then, <laughs> and then so I drag my ass home and you get in the car and then of course I feel fine. And I go home, and it's like, all right, get a call tomorrow and call in sick. And they'll think, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he was like, sick yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And it, you can do so much by just scribbling your hair out a little bit and kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of like disgruntling your face, kind of like unevening it, and just kind of yep. like looking down. And and then a lot of times they'll call it for you if you do it well enough. Or go, hey, are you all right? Yep. Uh, Occasionally grabbing man. your stomach and wincing. Yeah. I go, oh, 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 you could tell? I... Uh, one thing that worked well is to occasionally lean over the big trash can with your hands on the yeah, rim. Yeah, I've done that before. Your go, mouth open oh, and just, you know, uh, let, the, yeah. let the drool hang down. And they're like, oh, no, no, go in the bathroom if you're going to do when, that. Yeah, when I do, I flinch. I go, no, go to the toilet. You're gonna, and then you run in there real quick like it's getting ready to happen. Uh-huh. And no one will follow you in there. They don't want to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> they're just hoping to God that they fl- that you flush it afterwards. When they get in there, they don't yep. smell it. <laughs> There was one guy that they followed him in. He ran into the bathroom to throw up, and they knew he was hungover. And they, you know, he was in there heaving, and they went in to check on him. He's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna stay and do my route." <laughs> and he did. He went out with a hung, hangover. Okay, they and did, did that because they knew he was hungover. Yeah. So they were kind of being dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we're gonna make sure you work. <laughs> That's funny. There was. A, I remember a carrier that really got the bosses one time. Uh, he was. Um, he lived on his own route. Mm-hmm. So when lunchtime came, he would drive to his house, and he he his driveway went alongside and then back to the back of the house. Uh-huh. And there was a gate there with a sign that said "No trespassing, keep out." Uh-huh. And he was on the boss's radar for some reason. They thought he was goofing off or extending his lunch or whatever. So. There was a time that uh, it was a new boss who was, he'd just kind of come into the area and didn't really know the people all that well. But he and this other boss were out there and uh, they saw him you know, break for lunch and they kind of followed him at a distance and saw him drive you know, into the driveway and rack behind this house. And they thought, oh, we've got him now. He's back there just hiding. So they went charging in there, drove past this driveway, past the no trespassing, keep out sign. Oh. <laughs> went right up and confronted him and started yelling at him, and he had them dead to rights. He's like, because when you're on your lunch break post office, you're off the clock. Mm-hmm. It's an unpaid lunch, so you don't have to do anything postal related during that half hour that you're Yeah, you're yeah, off. you're off the clock, so whatever. So he just laid into these guys, said, this is my house my property you went past the no trespassing sign and you're standing here in my yard 
telling me this, and I'm not even on the clock. And he just started calling him every name he could think of and yelling at him, saying that he was going to call the police, call the union, call their bosses. He just tore them a new asshole. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And Do you think he went, knew that they followed him? Do you think he did that on purpose, or as far as I know, no. He was he was just there sitting there, you know, enjoying his lunch, and these guys show up and start accusing him of being a time thief and, and stealing, and uh, yeah, he fucking dismantled them. Yes, he did. And, That's fucking awesome. And then you know, the next day at work, he was acting like everything was perfectly normal, nothing had ever happened, and you know, and the boss. Well, actually. And the bosses wanted to be, you know, they wanted to take disciplinary action for all the words he used and what he called him and all the stuff they said. And, and they're like, uh-uh, he was at home off the clock. Yeah. You had no business there. He could say and do whatever he wanted. He could have gotten a gun out and say, get the fuck off my property. Yeah. Because it's his house and he's off the clock. I love that, so, man. Oh, I love it when bosses overstep and just get you smashed back hard. Hammered him. <laughs> I love that. That guy was, was a legend for a while. As he really he really got the bosses good. I love that, and he knew that too, so he called him everything under the book mm-hmm. and fucking poked him and yep. fuck you and get out. And then the next day, he would just, you know, talk to him like normal, like nothing hey, had ever been up, said. Man? It's like, you know, you want to bring it up and talk about what happened? Okay, but no, I'm not going to. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was he was letting them make as big a deal about it Let's as they wanted. Let's get the steward over here and figure this out. Yeah. And you, when, when something like that happens, that guy becomes pretty much untouchable. Yeah. Because management loses all credibility. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's like it's to be done. Having, yeah. You it, move on to someone else you like. Yeah. Worse or or not as you know yeah. somewhere in the same ballpark. It's like the that guy earned it. He's good. The this I mentioned the two carriers that I worked with that one of the bosses just decided that they could each take an hour and a half more every day and just unilaterally dumped it on them and ordered them to carry it and work their own overtime. And the union, all they could do is say, well, they gave you direct orders, so yeah, go ahead and do it, and then we'll grieve it. And these poor guys, they worked months with these excessively overburdened routes. And then when they finally got the thing resolved, it was resolved completely in the carrier's favor. They got paid enormous amounts of back pay. The other carriers who should have been getting that over time got enormous amounts of back pay. And those two carriers basically management couldn't do anything to them from that point on because management had already shown that for no reason whatsoever they just decided to make these guys lives miserable so that was going to be the default position for any arbitrator from that point on it's like oh you're retaliating against these guys because you lost Uh so whatever you're accusing them of i don't think they did and so those two guys, they, they could basically coast for the rest of their career because management just left them alone. Yeah, they had to. And then, yeah, it's a shame they had to go through hell to get to that point, but I'm glad that they got but to But at the least point. they got yeah. to that point where it's like, hey, got, move on to someone mm-hmm. else. This yeah. is done. And that, that's kind of what killed my desire to keep working there was the attitude of if the boss tells you to do it, mm-hmm. you just got to do it and then grieve it later. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like, okay, he takes away my day off, and then it turns out that he didn't have a right to, but I already worked my day off, and I've lost that time off. And the comeback was, well, you got paid for it. Fuck you. That's not what my day of my life was worth. No, no. You're my right. attitude was, if you know, I just won't work it. 
Matter of fact, people that and say that piss me off. Yeah. It's like, no, fuck you. You weren't there. You have no business saying anything. Mm-mm. No. But, but there was a point where the steward, I was getting angry at the steward because the boss was making me go back out. You know, total violation of contract rights, rules, etc. Yeah. And he came at me again and said, well, you know, you've got to do it and then we'll grieve it later. And I blew up and I said, so if the boss told me to suck his dick, would I have to do that and then grieve it later? What did he say? He just got pissed off, which, you know, I understand because I was being an asshole too. No, but, but it's true though. Yeah. You had you had to illustrate to through the absurd uh-huh. to get your point across correctly. Yeah. At a certain like, point. If everyone no, jumped I'm off a cliff, would you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. It's uh, I had we, to make the point that at a certain point he can tell me to do it, but no, I'm not gonna. Yeah. And their attitude I mean the boss's attitude always was I, I tell you to do it, you have to do it no matter what. Yeah. And I actually came back on a boss once and I said, well, you can tell me to grow wings and fly around the room, but it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because they were telling me, you know, you're going to carry all of this and get done on time. And I was like, uh-uh, can't yeah. do it. There's three inches of snow on the road already and the more coming down, super heavy day. It's like, no, I can't get done. Well, you're gonna, I'm telling you, you're going to do it. And that's when I said, you you can tell me to fly around the room on angel wings, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen just because you say it. Yeah. So that was the point I made to him is go ahead and declare and announce. Now, we we just have plastic. We don't carry any cash. Sorry. Yeah, good luck. It keeps happening up here. Yeah, it does. Why 10 bucks? I don't know. Maybe maybe if they ask for a dollar, it just sounds too cheap. Hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, it does happen up here quite a bit. Yeah, it's like third time. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So, well, it interrupted my rant for the post office. That was a good thing. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> they suck. They suck. They know it. They're going yeah. downhill in my old place. Fuck you. Again. Again. Yep. yep. So, anyhow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad what's happened with the postal service. When I started, the idea of mail not getting delivered was just kind of unthinkable because federal law literally says you have to attempt delivery on everything that's in the building that day and years into my career the, I remember seeing the first I come in the morning and there's like an hour's worth of mail sitting on the floor that no one had gotten to the day before uh-huh. and it was like a big deal and all the big bosses showed up and they had these meetings and somebody had to go in go out at 7 in the morning and start delivering that it was just like like the world coming to an end but now it is commonplace for entire routes not to even get touched for days sometimes so if you, you know, if you're sitting at home and think huh i didn't get mail today and i didn't yesterday either well you probably had mail it's just they don't have a carrier for it yeah. So all of your mail is sitting there in a pile and two days worth of mail, no one has even attempted it, which is still a violation of federal law. But the way the Postal Service is now, they go in today as planning for that. Okay, these routes, you know, this, this, and this, we're just not going to get delivered today, so everyone ignore them. And that, that is illegal, but that's what's being done right now on a wholesale scale because they don't have the people. And the reason they don't have people is because it's a horrible place to work. Yeah. They, they don't get that. 
You know, they yeah. still think we're the postal service. Everyone wants to work here. Not that anymore. chick's drugged out. I think so. She's kind of stumbling around asking everybody. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Oh, there's a guy walking along talking to her. No, he went on. I was getting ready to say, man, that's going to be bad. Yeah. There's predators down here. Yeah, it could be that somebody has already grabbed her up for human trafficking and yeah, poked her up and telling her to go panhandle. Yeah, and the 10 bucks is going to them, yeah, uh-huh. that could be. So. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Anyways. Hi there. This is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get.